Good morning. Pakasabi nga sa katabi, magandang umaga. Yan. Sino dito inilalamig? Inilalamig. Inilalamig lang. Taas yung kamay. Inilalamig. Yan. Yan. Merong kape sa bahay. <laughs> okay. There was a boy who grew up as a pastor's kid. He was born. His father was pastoring a church. And he got bored. He was attending their daily devotion, every Sunday services. He was attending the midweek prayer meeting and every possible activity in their church. Then he tried something else outside the church activity. He tried drugs. He tried fraternities. He tried different vices, different stops. Until he found himself deep into trouble until he found himself basically defendant to the drugs that he used to use. Until he was forced to basically attend a certain comp. Ayun niyang umatend, pero umatend siya kasi anak siya ng pastor. And in this particular comp, he was sitting trying to let the time pass by, trying to think what time this camp will be done so I can go back, be with his friends, and uh, talk drugs. We'll take drugs again. Until one time, one of the pastors started to preach. He talked about his life. He talked about how drug-dependent he was. He talked about how in trouble he was. That he became one of the core leaders of a fraternity. And this boy was listening, trying to figure out, is God talking to him? Lord, are you telling something to me? Are you trying to open up something that I was avoiding my entire life? Question. Do you know that God never stopped speaking into our lives? And we thought, Lord, speak to us. until we realize it is not God who stopped speaking. It is us who stopped listening. Most of the time, we try to tell the story a different way, the opposite way. God is not listening to my prayer. Or maybe we are the one who stopped talking to Him. God is not speaking anymore. Or maybe 
It's us who stop listening to the things He says to our lives. And this boy started to listen once again. Started to open his heart once again. And allowed the powerful God who can force him. But because God is a gentleman, he doesn't force himself to anyone. He keeps on gently speaking and speaking. And when he opened his heart, his life was never the same again. His life has totally been transformed from drug, drug, drug dependent to God dependent. From having all these vices to having all these visions nagaling sa Panginoon. And one thing I've learned, as I said, ang Panginoon kahit kailan hindi huminto sa pagkilos, paggawa, pangungusap, pagsasalita, sa pamamagitan ng kanyang salita, sitwasyon, circumstansya ng buhay. Minsan, we are overwhelmed. And we are overwhelmed of so many things. Sometimes we are overwhelmed of the problems. Sa sobrang dami ng problema, tinatakpan ng mga problema, pagsubok, o pressures ng buhay, kung ano yung ginagawa at kung sino ang Diyos sa buhay natin. The other way around, sometimes, when we got so blessed, we got these promotions, we got this vocation, we got this business, we are now being invited to so many speaking engagements and such things. Then it became a cover up to what we should really see in our lives. Kahapon tinawagan ako ng isa sa mga national leader and was telling me magre-retire na raw siya and ako daw yung napupuso niya, napupusuan niya na papalit na naman sa isang malaking organisasyon. Pero sabi ko, no, I don't like. Ayoko na talaga. Uh, hindi ko na nga ma-handle mga schedules ko ngayon. Eh. Magdadagdag pa. And sometimes we become overwhelmed not only of the problems, but even of the provisions that we sometimes became blurred in our vision of who God is and what God is doing in our lives. So ang tanong, Pastor Paul, is it really the provisions or the problem that hinder us to see what God is doing? The answer is neither of the two. It's not the problems nor the provision. It is the person's decision. Whether he would allow himself to be blinded because of those blessings or those burdens that he is facing in his life. So let me, for the last time, continue our series on God's spell. How do you spell God? 
It's the gospel. How do you understand who God is through the gospel? How do you notice what He does? He is doing into our lives through the gospel. So let me read John chapter 1, verses 6, or chapter 14, verses 6 and 7. Very famous, familiar verses. Ito, pag born again ka, tas hindi mo alam, hindi ka talaga born again. <laughs> Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, sigurado alam mo to. So let me read. Ang sabi dito, Jesus answered. Jesus answered, I am the way. Come on, come on, read it with me. I am. And. Sa panga, isa panga, yung mas malakas. And Jesus answered, He said, And the light. I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father except through me. And most of the time, we are trying to understand. We, we understand this, this passage as if it's all about death. Na pag namatay ka, siya yung totoo. Siya yung daan. At siya yung buhay na walang hanggan. So we tend to interpret or read this particular verse as if you will experience the power of this verse when you die. Kaya pag pupunta ka nga sa cementerio, diba? Mababasa mo ron, death is the door towards eternity. Death is the door towards eternal life. But the real stuff is no. Yung pinangako ng Panginoon na I am the way, it's right now. It's present. I am the truth. It is right now. And I am the life. You want not, you will not receive eternal life when you die. You have eternal life right now as a believer. Amen. So let me share with you these truths. Basahin ko muna yung seven. If you really know me, ang sabi dito sa scripture, you will know my father as well. Why? Because he is the way towards the father. And he said, from now on, you do know him and have seen him. Oh, wait lang. The disciples have not seen the Father. God the Father. Pero sabi ng Panginoong Jesus, nakita niyo ako, narinig niyo ako, nakilala niyo ako. So therefore, you have already seen, heard, and known the Father. Ayun yung katotohanan. So, isa-isahin natin. Number one, whenever we talk about the gospel, the gospel is the truth. Sabi natin lahat, the truth. Can we say louder than that, the truth? And as I said that, it seems, it's so simple. Yes, it's simple. Ang mabuting balita ang katotohanan, but do you know that we are living in a generation that is full of lies? Wherever you go, even ngayon lang na uso yung tinatawag na fake news. Dati walang fake news. Dati may news. Pag nanood ka ng balita, mapapasin mo na, may may namatay na ganito, may, may nangyaring ganito. Then when you basically watch a news station, then 
you basically he would hear news. Pero ngayon dahil sa social media, minsan yung binabasa mo, hindi mo na alam kung tamang balita. Ilang beses na namatay si ganito, ilang beses na namatay si Brad Pitt, namatay si Jackie Chan sa mga balita. And sometimes, pag hindi mo alam babasahin mo, maawa ka pa, maiiyak ka pa. Tapos mamaya-maya, sasabihin mo, fake news pala. So the gospel is the truth. And it has been told otherwise. Meaning, ang gospel, tinray i-pervert. I-twist. Ang gospel, sinusubukang ibahin. Tanggalin yung totoong laman. Mabuti si Lord, mahal ka, pero magagalitin din siya. Si Lord, gusto kang pagpalain, pero pag nagkakamali ka, gusto ka ring parusahan. So the gospel right now is twisted. Because of somebody believes. So, once and for all, we need to realize that the gospel is the truth. Sabi natin lahat, truth. Can we say louder than that, truth? So dito sabi, I am the way, the truth. Doon ako na yung pangalawang aspect, the truth. Meron tayong tinatawag na two kinds of truth. Ano yun? You know this? You've been hearing me saying this? We have what we call the relative truth. Ano yung relative truth? Totoo yan, pero nagbabago. Hello? I'm 44 years old right now. Alam ko hindi halata. Kasi mukha akong 55. <laughs> Tanan ng buhay ko mula high school ako, nag-college kasi ang aga ko sa ministry hindi ako kahit kailanman na pagkamalang mas bata sa edad ko. Tuwing pakikinggan, ay, Pastor Paul, ilang taon ka na? Yung nasa 30s pa lang ako, 32. Ay, 32 ka pa lang? Kala nila natutuwa ako. Ngayon, pag tinanong ako, Pastor, ilang taon ka na? 44. 44 ka pa lang? Pero ang matay na imbitahan ako sa Batangas, and meron akong kakontemporary na nag-speak din. Tapos, yung inisip daw niya, ang kasabay niya, Bishop Paul. Ang nagpatanda ng todo ron, yung Bishop eh. Iniisip daw niya, pag nagkita na kami doon sa convention, iniisip daw niya, isang pastor na, na matured na matured, matanda, tapos nakabarong, ganito, ganyan. Eh pagdating ko ron, naka-t-shirt lang ako. Actually, pag-conference naman, tinitignan ko eh. Tinitignan ko muna yung audience, Ah, may mga disente. So, magsusuot ako ng medyo disente. Pag nakita ko yung mga audience, puro naka simple rin lang. And I just do simple. Then sabi niya sa akin, kayo pala si Bishop Paul. Hindi ko po akalain. Ang akala ko, sobrang tanda. Ngayon ko lang na-realize, ang guwapo pala. Ay, ako na lang nagdagdag noon. Ako nagkikwento eh. But that's what they call relative truth. Totoo siya, pero nagbabago. And I always say this, pag sinabi kong 44 ako ngayon, totoo yun. Pero pag sinabi kong 44 ako, December na, 2023, hindi na totoo yun. Because I will be turning 45 on October 6. So the point of the matter is this, relative truth 
is a truth that basically changes. Hello? Then may tinatawag tayong absolute truth. Ano yung absolute truth? Ito yung katotohanan na kahit anong gawin mo, magbalibaliktad ka man, tumumbling ka man, o kahit anong sabihin mo, kahit karaming, gano'ng karaming kasinulangan ang bangitin mo, hindi pwedeng magbago. Hello? Kino sa'yo naniniwala? Relative truth. Malusog ka ngayon. Sinong relative truth? Darating ang panahon, magbabago yon. Mas lulusog ka pa. Hello? Pwede magbago yon kasi time can, can come, napapayat ka, or whatever. Sino sa inyo naniniwala sa absolute truth? Sino naniniwala absolute truth? Si Justin Lalaki. Absolute relative. Parang nagdududa pa yung iba sa inyo. Relative. <laughs> Relative. Uh, that's absolute. Kahit anong gawin ng sky sino, hindi pwedeng magbago yun. And that's who Jesus is. He is the absolute truth. Because He said, I am the way. I am the truth. So let's see this. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So when Jesus came, He brought with Him the truth. Alam nyo, yung, 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 yung pinanganak sa Jesus, Panginoong Jesus, at siya yung nabuhay for 33 years, and for three years, He did three and a half years, He did the ministry. There was some confusion. Ang pagkakaunawa nila that time because of the Pharisees, because of, of the Sadducees, mga law teachers, na ang Diyos talaga magagalitin. Kaya yung narinig nila si Jesus Christ, sabi niya, di ba? Righteousness, peace. The kingdom of God is at hand. Imbis na matuwa sila, ang naging perception nila ay takot. Because of the wrong perspective that the teachers in their time taught them. Ang binibigyan nila ng diin, pag gumawa ka ng mali, bubuka yung lupa, kakainin ka ng buhay. Katulad na nangyari sa time ni Moses. Na pag hindi mo sinunod yung pinapagawa sa'yo, magkakaroon ka ng skin disease. So they emphasized those things and there were confusions. Na ang gospel ay dapat ganito at dapat ganyan. For Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth. And I am the life. The gospel is the truth. It tells who God really is. Why? Because Jesus is the gospel. Kaya marami nang tatanong si Lord, ang, ang, ang Diyos ba? Gusto kang parusahan? In order for us to understand God, look at Jesus Christ. Ang Diyos ba nagpapagaling pag ikaw ay may sakit? 
O minsan nararamdaman mo, mo dahil sa pagsuway ko kaya ako may sakit, pinarurusahan ako ng Diyos. Totoo naman, yung idea na kaya minsan may sakit tayo dahil sumuway tayo saan? Hindi dahil sumuway ka sa Diyos, dahil sumuway ka sa natural way of doing things. For example, pawis na pawis ka, lumabas ka, nabasa ka, naulanan ka ngayon, then nagpatuyo ka ng pawis. Magkakasakit ka talaga, pero hindi mo pwedeng sabihin na parusa ng Diyos yun. Hello? It's the natural way of things. For example, hindi ka kumain. Sino dito yung kayang hindi kumain? Yung totoo. Parang napansin ko sa EFC kasi talagang isa sa pinaka-hobby ng, ng EFC family talaga kumain eh. Tignan mo yung katabi mo, kasama ka ba doon? Sa mahilig kumain? For example, hindi ka kumain ng lunch. Hindi ka kumain ng dinner. Tapos, pagdating ng mga 9 o'clock ng gabi, nagugutom ka. Tapos sasabihin mo, Lord, bakit mo ko ginutom? You just don't say those things. Why? Because it's your choice not to eat. In other words, there is what we call a wrong perception na naituro sa mga tao na pag merong maling nangyari sa buhay mo, sisihin mo si Lord. Do you know what blaming does into our lives? Hindi sa inyo naranasan ng i-blame. Naranasan ng mag-blame. Wala. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Napaka-babait ng EFC family. But I want you to listen very carefully to what I'm about to say. Do you, do you know when you blame, you take away the responsibility for you to change? Hello? If you are playing that playing game, a blaming game, for example, pag may hindi maganda nangyari sa buhay ko, sasabihin ko agad kasalanan ni Julius to eh, o ni Pastor Julius to eh. Alam mo, Pasko, hindi mo ginawa yun, hindi naman mangyayari sa akin yun eh. So in other words, I'm trying to change him, but I will retain who I am. Whenever I play the blaming game, I take away my responsibility to change my life. Hello? I want others to change for me. That's what we call blaming game. And most of the time, even without us knowing, subconsciously or unconsciously, we always blame others when something bad happens into our lives. Alam niyo kung bakit? Pag binlay mo kasi ang ibang tao, mas madaling sabihin na mali sila kaysa tanggapin na ikaw mismo ay responsable rin sa mga bagay na nangyari. Ang biyaya ng Panginoon, kahit tanggapin mo na ikaw yung nagkamali, hindi pa rin nagbabago yung pagmamahal niya sa'yo. Hello? At dahil sobrang mahal ka niya, hindi ka niya iiwan hanggang maranasan mo yung tunay na pagbabago. 
Sometimes we are we are confused in the way we think how God deals with us. Minsan pa nagkamali ka dahil sasabihin natin kahit mali ka, hindi ka iiwanan ng Panginoon. Ang, ang interpretation ng marami doon ay ibig sabihin, tinotolerate ako ni Lord. Huwag mong sasabihin sa isang tao nagkasala na mahal pa rin siya ni Lord, na hindi siya iiwanan ng Panginoon. Baka isipin niya, tinotolerate siya ng Panginoon. But in reality, hindi. Because you cannot afford to live your life particularly, specifically, when you are doing something wrong without the presence of God in your life. When you are doing something wrong, more so you need God sa buhay mo. Kaya marami mga tao, di ba, pag nagkakamali, lalo na yung mga may commitment sa church, mag-amen na lang yung mga medyo, ano ah, medyo guilty. Lalo na yung mga involved sa church, tapos nagkamali ng konti, may bagay na hindi na, sila nangyaring gusto, one of the first things they would do, alis muna ako ng ministry, pahinga muna ako. Hello? Wala akong pinapatamaan ah. Pero pag tinamaan ka, tapikimin ka tabi mo, ako yun, ako yun, okay lang yun. And that's actually a very immature way of doing things. Sino dito yung mga nakarinig na ng ganito? Alis muna ako ng ministry kasi gusto kong mag-focus kay Lord. Wow naman! Sabi mo sa katabi mo, alang ganun. The more you detach where God basically works, of course, He works in other ways, but He works through churches. The more you detach yourself from the church, the more you find yourself being tolerated with what you are doing. So, let me say, the gospel is the truth. From the word aletes, it means unconcealed, true, factual, worthy of credit, truthful. In other words, you open it up, there's no percentage or iota of falsehood, it's the truth. Kaya nga napakasarap ng isang church ang talagang nire-rebuild itinuturo sa'yo ay hindi half gospel. Kaya natutuwa ako sa mga full gospel eh kasi pag may full gospel, mayroong half, mayroong no. May mga church na no gospel at all. Puro performance. Uulitin ko, hindi pinag-aaway ang biyaya at ang performance ang performance ay resulta ng biyaya. Hindi sila magkaaway. Kaya pag isang mananampalataya nagiging tamad, hindi biyaya yon. Tamad yon. Hello? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, Amen. Habang nag-i-amen ka, tignan mo yung mata ng katabi mo, sabi mo, Amen. Pangalawa, the gospel is to transform. Sabihin natin lahat, to transform. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Sige, tignan mo yung katabi mo. Ito, mahalaga to. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, ang mabuting balita, nagbabago ng buhay. 
Amen? Is to transform. Sabi dito, I am the way. So it's pretty simple to understand. He is the way. So ang nasa isip lang natin agad, daan. Ah, siya yung daan. Papunta ng langit. That's how simple we, 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 we see it. Oh, are not simple. That's how small we see Jesus Christ. Oh, siya ang daan. So pag namatay tayo, dahil tinanggap natin ng Panginoon, pupunta tayo ng langit. Kasi siya yung daan, papunta ng langit. But in reality, if you understand and try to understand and learn, the word way, it connotes bigger than going to heaven. It's just a lot brighter than seeing the light of heaven when you die. It's bigger. So, tingnan natin. Here's the way. Nanggaling yan sa word na hodos. Sabihin mo sa tabi mo, hodos. Huwag mong babaguhin yung spelling. Hodos lang. Huwag mong gagawin A. Sabihin mo sa tabi mo, hodos. Na may lambing. Huwag hodas. 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 Ang ibig sabihin ng hodos is a way, road, or journey. It's a journey. A path. And I read some of the meanings of it. And it's very profound. Priceless. When you talk about the way, it means that God is the beginning for from Him and through Him He is alone and for Him and the end. He is our journey. Siya yung simula dahil sa Kanya kaya tayo may simula dahil sa Kanya kaya tayo kayang magpatuloy at dahil sa Kanya kaya kaya natin tapusin yung journey na meron tayo. And when you talk about this journey, of course, you talk about the journey of justification, sanctification, and glorification. Medyo malalalim pakinggan, pero sisimplihan na lang natin. Sabihin natin lahat, justification. Sino sa inyo yung, ito pinakamadaling intindihin dito yung justification eh. Sino sa inyo yung mahilig mag-justify? Eh, bakit late ka? Eh, kasi ganito eh. Kasi ganyan. Kasi paglabas ko, may humarang na tricycle. Ang tagal umalis. O sinabing justification, yung nagbibigay ng dahilan para ma-justify yung nangyari sa'yo. Justification is God made the way. He is the way in order for us to be forgiven of all our sins, and to be saved of all possible punishments and penalties of our sins. Pag sinabing justification, niligtas ka ng Panginoon. Sabi natin lahat, I am justified. Na lahat ng nagawa mong mali ay malalim to. Tila baga. Matindi, di ba? Sabi natin, tila baga. 
yung baga. Lahat ng ginawa kong mali ay as if hindi ko ginawa because Jesus justified it towards God through the courts. Parang ang lumabas dito, nagkasala tayo, tapos merong judge. Then Jesus became our mediator. Hindi niya tayo pinagtanggol. Lamang. Kundi, sinabi niya, ay yung ginawa ni Justine, sir, sa akin mo nalang ipasa. He became sin. He did not become a sinner. He became sin. Yung ginawa ni Justine na kasalanan, as if ako nalang yung sasalo. Then sin is very destructive. Oh, Jesus was crucified on the cross. Not only crucified, He was punished by what? Putting crown of thorns, nilate go siya, wala na tayong time dyan. Sobrang dami. Then He justified all of us. Kaya ang tingin sa atin ng Diyos, as if wala kang ginawa kahit isang kasalanan. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Mukha bang walang ginawang kasalanan yan? O mukhang sang katutak? Hello. Just justification. Sanctification is pretty simple. Sanctification is our present life. Justified yung namatay si Kristo sa krus. He declared me righteous. Sanctification yung araw-araw na buhay ko. Kalang mistake ng marami sa sanctification, ako yung pipili para patuloy ako maging banal. Ginawa akong holy ni Lord, ginawa akong banal, so lahat ng choices ko, ayun yung sanctification ko. A little bit, why not? But do you know, even our sanctification is by the grace of God? Anong ibig sabihin nun? Even our choosing, even our preferences, they are by the grace of God. Yung manatili kang banal at katangkap-tanggap sa Panginoon ay biyaya ng Diyos sa buhay mo. Amen. Ang nangyari kasi sa iba, ganito. Yung niligtas ako ni Lord, biyaya yun. Pero from there, going hanggang mamatay, works na to. Kailangan, kailangan ipaglaban ko yung, yung, yung kaligtasan ko. Baka mawala. Kaya ang biruan nga namin noon, kung ang kaligtasan nawawala, saan napunta? Si Kristo raw, hinubad yung pagiging Diyos niya, sabi sa Pilipian, saan sinampay? Ganun yung dating. <laughs> but the point is this, even our dirty lives, daily lives, should be lived by the grace of God. Amen. Hello. We started by faith, we continue by faith on who He is. Pangatlo, yung glorification. Ito, dadating yung panahon, makakasama na natin ng Panginoon forever. Amen? Ayoko na mag-discuss ng iba pa dito, baka kung saan tayo mapunta, pag sinabing glorification, katawan bayan o whatever, basta ang mahalaga dito, kasama mo na literally ang presensya ng Diyos sa buhay mo, then you are glorified. Lastly, let me end. Let me end. Lastly. 
the gospel is to trust. Sabi natin lahat, is to trust. Can you say louder than that? Is to trust. So meaning, kung ang gospel katotohanan, and it's not relative, it's absolute. Jesus is the way. He's the truth, He's the life. Walang ibang daan sa kaligtasan, sa justification, kundi ang Panginoon. Walang ibang daan sa sanctification, kundi ang Panginoon. Walang daan para sa glorification, kundi ang Panginoon. He is the way. He is our journey. He is the one transforming us from glory to glory. Do you know, habang nagtitiwala ka sa Diyos, lalong nagbabago buhay mo, paganda ng paganda? The gospel is to trust. Sabi ni Dito, He's the way, the truth, and the light. Oh, bakit light? Let me explain. Bakit, bakit trust, light? It's actually our response. The word life comes from the word zoe. Sabi na nila, zoe. Come on, come on, louder than that, zoe. It simply means life, both of, ito ha, tignan nyo ha, hindi ito buhay pag pumunta ka sa langit, zoe. This is from the old original translation. Life, both of physical, present, sabi natin lahat, present, yung ngayon, present, and of spiritual, particularly future, or outside of the physical existence. So pag sinabing sowe, you're not only talking of life after death. Pag sinabing sowe, you are talking of life right now. Balang araw pag namatay ako, may naghihintay sa aking mansyon sa langit. Ayoko ng mansyon sa langit. Mas masarap magkaroon ng magandang bahay dito sa lupa. Amen? Balang araw, lalakad ako sa gintong daan. Piling ko pag may mga nakita-kita tayo doon, mga taga San Jose, EFC, sa langit na ginto yung daanan, piling ko dami na kayo ko. Nakaupo, kumukuha ng ginto. Nasaan yung mga taga-EFC? Ayan, mga nakaupo. <laughs> Ayoko. The point is this. Soway is not only talking about life after death. It is a life right now. It comes from the word zaw. Yung zoe from the word zaw. Ang ibig sabihin niya is to live, experience God's gift of life. So yung gift of life ni Lord, hindi pa kinamatay ka. Kundi yung buhay na meron ka ngayon. Ito maganda. Kanino yung buhay na meron ka ngayon? Ano yung gift of life na yan? It is the life of God Himself. He lives and dwells in you. Amen. Amen. He lives and He dwells in you. Hindi siya, o sige, babaguhin ko yung buhay ni Cyril. O Cyril, babaguhin ko na buhay mo, ha? Payag ka. Immortal ka. Pero lagi kang may sakit. <laughs> babaguhin ko na yung buhay ni Cyril. Paano ko babaguhin yung buhay ni Cyril? Magkikreate ako ng panabagong buhay. Pa, 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 pa. O pang! Hindi ganun. Ang ginawa ng Panginoon, yung buhay ko, kaya ako namatay sa krus, ayun yung buhay na ibibigay ko sa Kanya. The very life you have is not a created life, but the very life you have is the life of God Himself. 
when He was crucified and died and resurrected. You are living the resurrected life. Not your resurrected life, but His resurrected life in you. Amen. So let me end. Whenever Jesus, the truth, is part of our journey, the way, there will always be joy, life. We trust Him. Part. P-A-R-T. Ano ibig sabihin ng part? Ay, ibig sabihin, kasama lang siya. No, pag sinabi natin part of life, His presence, His authority, His righteousness, and His timing sa buhay natin. Wherever He is, part of our life, our journey, there will always be joy in us. Amen? Come on, let's all rise.
for from you, through you, and for you are all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.